to the Providence Road Podcast. During the Bible class hour this summer at Providence Road, we are exploring the book of Psalms together in a series called Songs for the Road. And we wanted to share those Bible classes with you guys here on the podcast. That being said, it is a Bible class. So there were comments and questions that were uh, given by people in the class that um, don't come through on the recording. And so if it feels a little choppy, I apologize for that. But we hope that you're encouraged and that you enjoy uh, this episode of Songs for the Road. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started here. Um, I want to just uh, start us off with a prayer. God, uh, we want to thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth, God, and uh, speaking to us um, in so many different ways, God. Um, we pray that um, I pray that your words will uh, will be spoken today and uh, not mine, and that uh, your message will uh, be heard and not mine. God, uh, we thank you so much for everything you do for us every day, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is uh, Ben Lede. Um, I've been here at Providence Road for almost 20 years now. Uh, it sure doesn't seem that long, but uh, uh, yeah, I have uh, grown kids now. So they're, they're, they went through the children's program, the youth program, and they are uh, now on their own, so to speak. So um, uh, I don't usually do a lot of summer stuff uh, as far as teaching, uh, and Kent kind of wrote me into this. Uh, if you know anything about me, I'm usually plugged in with the uh, vacation Bible school, summer camps, uh, youth trips, so I'm hard pressed to do something like this uh, during the summer, but uh, Kent kept asking, and I said, all right, if you give me the very last one, I might be able to do it. So. Uh, it's uh, it's not that they saved the best for last. It's far from it. So, um, in fact, we're going to start at the very beginning of Psalms uh, to end this uh, class series. So um, I, I picked Psalms one uh, just because um, when I became a Christian, somebody told me uh, this quote from John Wayne that um, you need to have a code or a creed. Uh, to live by for your life. And for some reason, Psalms 1 has always stuck with me throughout my years as a Christian. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and read that for you. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Um, and I have to read that because the version that I memorized when uh, I first became a Christian 
uh, was slightly different. And so I have to like really pay attention to what the words, because I always want to say the one that I memorized, um, which is pretty close to this one. Um, this is the NIV. Uh, the one I memorized was the 1984 version of the NIV. So it was just slightly different with the, with the wording. Um, but as far as we can tell, uh, David wrote uh, this psalm. And looking at this, he really describes two different kinds of people or two paths. Um, and um, two diff different directions that we can go. And most, most people look at this and they immediately jump to the three postures of um, walking, standing, and sitting. And David points out that there, the righteous person, there are three things that he doesn't do, but two things that he does. Uh, and that's in the first uh, couple of verses there. Uh, but I wanted to try and walk through these different postures of walking, standing, and sitting um, because most people say that there's a progression there. You know, first you're walking, then you're standing still, and then you're finally sitting. And it's, they more um, imply that it's a um, sort of slowing down of your faith and walk with Christ. Um, and I, I want to take a, just a little bit different spin on that and look at each one of these. Uh, so the first one, walking. Now, um, like I said, I've been here 20 years, and we moved here from Denver, Colorado. And most people think I'm from Colorado, but I'm not. I actually grew up in New Orleans, um, is where I was born and raised. And how I got to Colorado, I tell people it's pretty much just God took me out there. Um, I, I was born and raised Catholic, uh, so I grew up with a foundational um, belief and knowledge of who God was, but never really looked at the scriptures or looked at God for myself. Just kind of took it at face value and just believed what people told me and never really dug into it. Um, and so when I wanted to go to college, uh, I actually wanted to go into acting, uh, but I didn't want to go to California. <laughs> So I went as far as I could away, um, and that's where God found me, or I found God, was through a college ministry out there. Um, and uh, even though Kendra, who's my wife, she's sitting right back here, um, she grew up in Colorado, and uh, she, she said she's tired of the snow. But me, I still love the snow, <laughs> and uh, I miss it. And, we lived there, well, I lived there for about 10 years, and in that 10-year span, I got to experience three blizzards, and if there's a whiteout, this is kind of what it looks like. Um, and actually, let me borrow, I'll grab one of these sheets here. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so this is, this is what I think of when I read that, that phrase, um, who does not walk in the step of the wicked. And to me, it's you can't see where you're going. All you can see is those footsteps of the person in front of you, and you're 
trying to walk in those, those footsteps uh, and follow, follow the path that the person ahead of you is setting. Uh, and I also think that even though um, in scripture time they didn't have s snowstorms out in the desert, I imagine a sandstorm would look pretty much the same. Um, where you can't see over the new, next dune um, and all you can rely on is that person who's, who's out in front of you. And I think of Paul and Timothy from the New Testament. Paul wrote pretty much most of the New Testament. Um, and Timothy was kind of one of his um, younger students who he brought along with him on all of these trips. And he, uh, I think it was Timothy that he told that he said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so the picture that I always relate is that Christ is the one walking way out in front and we're trying to follow in his footsteps, but we're also supposed to be looking behind, making sure that we're not leaving anybody uh, behind and that they're following in our footsteps as we follow Christ. Um, and so the, um, they say that the righteous person does not walk in step with the wicked. And uh, that's the picture to me is that who, who are we following and where is that leading us? Um, and a lot with social media and everything like this, it, it's, I think, not ironic that they say it's a, it's a follow, right, when you click on something, because um, when you click that, you want to follow their footsteps through whatever they're doing. Um, and so that, that is the warning here, is to make sure that that person out in front of you is the one that's, that's leading you in the right direction. Um, and that you are following somebody you trust, somebody you know who is going to lead you where you want to be. Um, and always also think of the, uh, the footprints uh, poem, uh, of the footprints on the sand, walking on the beach. Um, that also comes to mind when I think of this passage. Uh, all right, the next posture standing. <clears throat> now this one is uh, a little bit of a nuance for me because when I'm thinking of standing, I always think of taking a stand. Uh, who are you standing with? What are you standing up for? Um, what, what, what is your life uh, meaning and what are, you, what are you standing on? But the passage isn't, doesn't say that. Uh, it actually st says, stand in the way. Um, and what I think of when I hear that phrase, stand in the way that the sinners take, is I think of this. A big boulder in the middle of the ro road. Um, and I think with our culture today, we see it more prominent with the cancel culture of people want to voice their opinion and take a stand and be heard and, and stand up for something. But the words that we put out there, the words that they put out there, often roadblock people from making choices. Um, and 
that's never what Christ did. He didn't roadblock people. He allowed them to make the choice. He showed one path and he showed the other path. And he said, the choice is yours. Um, he never, um, never stopped them from choosing. And I know uh, I've been guilty of this in the past of trying to strong arm people into the church and use my words to try and influence them and, and uh, convert them and, and get the God's message across. But I've, it's hard for me, uh, I'm still learning of how to have that balance of loving somebody, speaking the truth, but still allowing them to choose. Um, and uh, not getting upset with the choices that they do make, even though I might see something that is leading them the wrong way, I still need to allow them to make that choice. Um, and as a parent, watching your kids make the wrong choices is probably one of the hardest things you have to do. But sometimes you need to let them make those wrong choices and find out for themselves. Um, because in the end, I think they'll be stronger for it. Um, and to know that even though they made the wrong choice, you were there with them on the path the whole time and walked them through it and brought them to a place where they really want to be. Um, the next posture, sitting. Uh, this one to me, uh, I always think about this, about sitting in the company of mockers. Um, and I think of the, the armchair expert, right? The, the, the um, couch quarterback, right? The person who's sitting there saying they should have done this, they should have done that, right? And they're the expert and they always know what's best, uh, but never actually do anything themselves. <laughs> um, the people I think of are these guys. <laughs> the, the, the Muppets, uh, um, Stadler and War, Stadler and Wardoff, War what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> I, th I can't think of their names. Um, but these two guys who are always sitting in the balcony, always making comments, uh, they never uh, get down there and, and do anything themselves, but they're, they're always um, mocking, uh, especially Fozzie. And um, this is what I think of when I, I hear that phrase, sit, sit in the company of mockers, is um, where we've, um, sort of taking that progression of walking with Christ and then standing still, not moving forward in our faith, but not moving back, then to finally just sitting and saying, I'm not gonna move, everybody else has to move, right? Um, and that's what uh, this says to me of this, this posture of sitting, is that um, we just wanna settle and we, we want everything else to be shifted around us. Um, now, I don't think any of these postures are bad um, because we're supposed to be following, supposed to be walking, right? We're supposed to uh, stand up for something. We're supposed to take a stand sometimes. Um, and we're even supposed to sit where um, it says in Psalms 46 that to be still and know that I am God. In fact, that's the next part of the verse there, is to meditate 
on his law day and night. Um, and when we look at the, the meditation part, it is about fully focusing on God's word so that we could see him in it, um, to know his thoughts, to know his desires, where he, what he wants from us and where he wants to take us. Um, and the more we do that, uh, I think the more that we fall in love with God, uh, the more we, we want to know what, what does God say, what, where does he want to take us. Um, the more we see the goodness of God, the love of God, the grace of God, uh, the more we come to understand what his intentions are. Um, and it says that if we do that, we're like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. It says that that person is blessed because whatever they do prospers. But it says not so the wicked, that they are blown all over by life in every direction. And I think it's because they're not following in the footsteps of Christ, but they're actually following their heart's desires. Uh, whatever they want that day, that's what they're going to choose. And they are pulled in so many different directions, um, and it's just whatever they feel comfortable with, uh, whatever they want uh, in the moment, whatever they deem is right for them, um, that's what they call true. And it ends up leaving their life a, a mile wide, but an inch deep. Um, that there's no real substance or depth because they're spread out across so many different directions. Um, and if it says in verse 5 that the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of God, and I've actually had people say to me before that I can't, I can't enter a church. I, I can't go through those doors. You know, I'll, you know, the church will bur burst in the flames or I'll be struck down, you know. And it's not that God is judging them. It's that their own conscience is judging them, that they, they know where God is and they know where they are, and those two do not meet. Um, and it says that they... They will not stand in the assembly of the righteous, and I think that's more on them, that they feel like they could never stand before God. Um, and so looking at these different postures of walking, following, uh, of standing and, and sitting, um, I want to ask the two questions that are on your page and allow you guys to discuss for about uh, 10, 15 minutes of where, where do you find yourself right now? Are you on that path? Are you step for step behind Christ in your walk with him? Or are you standing still somewhere? Um, are you trying to stand up for something? Or are you standing in the way of somebody who's trying to follow in the path? Uh, or are you sitting? Have you become slowed down in your faith and are now just uh, looking around saying everybody else needs to needs to move and I I'm gonna sit right here and then the second question um, 
about delighting in the laws of God is what are some of those delights that the Lord has allowed you to experience and what, what did those look like uh, for you guys? So I'm going to let you guys discuss those questions uh, for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, thank you guys for doing this class. Uh, I'm going to close this out in prayer here. God, um, we want to come before you and ask that you help each one of us in our walk with you. Help us to walk in your footsteps, to follow you, um, and to, um, to stay close to you, God. Help us not to uh, um, stand in people's way from fi finding you. Uh, and help us not to settle in our faith, God, so that um, we begin to uh, look around and, and mock at the things that uh, people are doing around us. God, help us to constantly be moving. Um, help us to uh, stand up for the right things, God. And help us to meditate on your word, to delight in your word and delight in you, God, to consume our mind uh, with thoughts of you and what you do and where you go. God, uh, we thank you for blessing us and directing us to put us where you've put us in our life right now. And I pray that uh, we will continue to seek you and follow after you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And there you go. That was the last episode in our series on the book of Psalms called Songs for the Road. We are excited for some podcast series we have coming up this fall. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, um, whatever platform you listen, so that you don't miss any of that coming up this fall. We appreciate the support, and we'll see you soon. Have a good week.